Lucy, thank you very much for your time. I'm very, very grateful. No worries. Thanks yeah. for inviting me. Yeah, it's all right. Um, so I, I guess um, a good way to start the podcast is for anybody who has not seen your amazing uh, celebrations um, <laughs> or d- does, doesn't know you at all, tr- give the listeners um, a bit of a background on uh, who is Lucy Gossage. Um, so I am an oncologist. Um, I was a professional triathlete. I'm doing my best to retire. <laughs> um, I, um, yeah, I won a lot of Ironmans. Um, I only raced full time for, um, two and a half years actually. So I've done most of my racing around work. Uh, I like to talk a lot. And, um, yeah, they call me the Duracell Bundy for a reason. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so, so your um, it's been well documented that you were kind of um, your love for um, Ironman Wales was it was quite difficult for you to kind of like walk away um, from from the event. Give give everyone a bit of an idea of kind of like where your um, almost love affair, if you like, with uh, with Ironman Wales started. Um. Well, the first, so the first time I raced was in 2013, I think. Um, and I'd never been to, I mean, I've been to Wales, but I never, I'd never been properly to Wales. Um, and I was just struck by how everyone in Tembe just, just loves the Ironman. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> I think that was, it was bonkers. And, and it's got, I mean, that was 2013, so it's got a lot more bonkers since then. Um, but I remember, you know, going to, into Sainsbury's and the guy at the checkout was like, oh, are you doing, um, are you doing the Iron Man? And then he actually saw me finish and he tracked me down like through my website, I think, afterwards. He's like, oh, I can't believe that yeah, I saw you finish. But yeah, he was like, yeah, I'd put the time off. There's no way I wouldn't watch it. And yeah. so compared to a lot of places, everyone just gets behind the race. And I think yeah. um, it's a tough course, which suits me. It's very fair. Um, it's really pretty. And But I think that the outstanding bit is the crowds. And, and it's just got better and better and better each year. So, yeah. We, we all, like, I, I, I didn't compete uh, last year in 2019, um, but, we, like, pretty much all of my family, kind of, we all book time off work, and we just go down there for the whole week. Um, it's literally like a mini holiday for us, and I'm, sh- I'm sure a lot of people are the same. Uh, yeah, and all yeah. the the local, you know, a lot of places, the locals go away when there's an Ironman on, because they don't want to get, you know, they don't want all the people, but... Tell me, the locals are like, yeah, I'm ca- I've booked my holiday the week yeah. after. There's no way I'd miss it. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's cracker. So, so, you know, <laughs> out of interest for me more than anything, you know, like when you first signed up in 2013, um, how, how how much did it change compared to maybe like last year? Um, it's, I mean, it, it's got better year on year. Mm. Um, and I, I mean, I think undoubtedly, I remember 2017 and it was horrendous yeah, weather. Yeah, I was, but, I was um, that one. Yeah, but even then, you know, even then the crowds were pretty special, yeah. and it's hard to tear out, you know, how much is because I'm more well known. But I, I think, um, I think genuinely, it's just getting bigger and bigger. And the, the best, you know, the the longer the race goes on, the more drunk because everyone has little parties <laughs> in the street, don't they? So. I would think basically you've got a three mile every lap because you're running yeah. through town. You're not, you know, there's so much going on. You're certainly not thinking about running, um, and everyone gets drunk. And um, yeah. yeah, you could, you could have a, and you know, people dress up. And I had some doctors, people dressed up as doctors running with me, and yeah, all the crowds and the nuns on the hill, and yeah, it's bonkers. Yeah, <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's, it's quite interesting how like um, even a lot of my friends they kind of get into it, and even how I get into it myself because I went down to start off with. Um, 
and, and really I didn't have an, any idea even what a triathlon was. Like I, yeah. I, I didn't know what order kind of like the swim bike run yeah. was in. Um, and I went down and we were like, oh, do I, you know, do I have to go down kind of thing? And with, within, I would say, half an hour, I was into it. You know, there was just, I was, I was shouting for everyone. I'd never clue who anyone was, but you see their <laughs> name on their, you know, their bib. And uh, oh, it's just, just, just amazing. Um, so, so yeah. Um, so for you then, Lucy, what, what, what are you, what are you up to right now then? If you've, um, if you're still trying to retire, kind of how, how does life look for you now? Um, it's definitely a weaning process. Um, I've been doing, I'm hoping to run a marathon, but I've actually had a, oh. a few, few days off running. I managed to pick up a little niggle, oh. but, um, but that's actually been quite good because it's got me back onto the bike, um, which I hadn't, I've moved house. So I haven't, haven't really done any oh, biking over the winter. House, yeah. Um, so yeah, so I'm, I'm doing stuff. Um, I'm going to do some, I don't know, some cycle touring and things. I, I really, I'm not going to do another Ironman, um, Certainly not for a good few years, <laughs> um, but I, I yeah I will I will really really miss it and yeah, um, yeah there's a big because I, you know I know I could I could go and I could keep racing and probably get a few fourth places and fifth you know and and I could keep doing that but um, it's that's not why I did it um, I, I did I, it I, sorry yeah, so am I right in saying yeah, only because you said um, I could get fourth place there. Because you finished fourth last year, right? And I am on Wales. Yeah. Is that the only time that you've not won it? Wales. Yeah. I was trying to look through all your results earlier. And I, w- I was like, 2013, win. 2018, win. 2017, win. And then I was like, wow, last year is like the only time that you've not won it. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I wasn't, I wasn't, I was retired last year. I wasn't living my life as a professional. So I always think like, you know, when you're a professional, your life revolves around triathlon. And yes, I was working, but actually everything I did outside work revolved around being the best athlete that I could be. Yeah. And last year that, that wasn't the case. And, and Tembi was a kind of, I did the long course weekend and I did, you know, because I'd never been able to do that before because it's always the week before Bolton. Yeah or a couple of weeks before Bolton. Um, I mean, I'd raced it late. I'd done it loads, but I'd never done the whole thing. And then after that, I was just like, oh, I love Wales so much. <laughs> and um, ended up, you know, I ended up just doing it just as a, a kind of goodbye race. And it was, um, yeah, it was really good. Um, did, did, you, did you feel like, if, if that was your mindset going into the race then last year, did you feel any, like, different on the beach, kind of like before the race? No, like I was, oh, I was so, I was actually really nervous before the race, yeah. and I, I couldn't work out why I was nervous because I wasn't, I wasn't going into it to race it as such, and yeah. actually, what I was nervous about was that that I wouldn't enjoy it and that I'd get caught up in, you know, not being at the front, and I'd, I'd, I'd hate it, and I think that's what I was nervous about, and and also that it wouldn't be enough to kind of be my last one yeah. um but yeah and no, i remember they played um i call it my song but um joe murphy always plays i'm so excited yeah. and, just kind of, and i remember that came on where we were lined up and i just went mental i was I, having this dance and then then they said oh no oh come on watch lucy gossage and then i got all conscious and i was like i couldn't carry on doing it because i i was i was actually um at least i think anyway you handed your jacket to someone on the beach and i'm presuming it was your mum yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. I, I was standing like right, right behind your mum, and I, um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I seen all of that. <laughs> yeah, it was, it yeah. Was, it, it was good. I think, I mean, it is like, I think it's important when you race that you do appreciate the enormity, enormity, and yeah. um, 
I actually, Hugh Fairclough, who's one of the photographers who's become a friend, he, he, I was the first to get in the water for a warm-up, and I'm staring at it now. It's on my living wall. Room wall. He, he sent me this photo of me with the sun, with the rock, just on my own getting into the water. And it looks like it's just me going for a quiet swim <laughs> as the sun's coming up. And then you look around, and there's, you know, however many thousands of people. And, um, oh, God, I get shivers down my spine even thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds um, like a pretty awesome photo, to be fair. Is that, oh, is, is that up on your wall? Yeah, yeah, it's up. I'm literally just staring at it now. It's on my sofa. Ah, class. <laughs> Absolute class. So, um, out, outside of kind of like um, tr- training, running, biking, what 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 kind of um, what what does your week look like at the moment? Um, so I work three days a week as an oncologist um, yes. in Nottingham. So I treat testicular cancers and sarcomas. Um, so um, yeah, I love that. It's 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 hard work. Yeah. Um, but it's great. So I do Monday, Tuesday, Thursday doing that. And then I've set up um, a charity initiative, um, 5K Your Way Move Against Cancer. Um, so that's um, an initiative encouraging anyone affected by cancer to walk, jog, run, cheer or volunteer at um, specific park runs across the country. Um, so we started that, I started that with Gemma Hilliard-Moses, Moses, who founded Move Charity um, a couple of years ago. And it's gone bonkers. We've now got, I think, 58 groups. And, um, yeah, we, so that's taken up a lot of my life. Um, but we've actually now got to the point where we've raised enough money to employ someone to um, to manage it for us, which is, um, yeah, so that's really exciting. Class. So I do that. And are there, are there um, in Wales? Uh, there's one in Cardiff. Ah, okay. um, yeah, none in... Well, I don't know where's your nearest park run, actually. Pembroke, probably. Um, my nearest park run from here is uh, literally just up the road from me. Yeah, I think there's quite there's quite a few up here. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we've had to put groups on. We've had too much demand, but... Um, oh, have you really? Four groups, but we don't... Yeah, we're not... But, um, yeah, that's... I mean, that's bonkers. That's got... It's been so rewarding, and, yeah. and I'm so passionate about it. But, um, yeah, it's great now. We've got... You know, I kind of I can't believe we raised enough money to employ someone, but um, that says quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> um, that's amazing. So, so, so it sounds like we need to get some more of them in Wales. Yeah, well, yeah, it's just Cardiff at the moment, I think. Mm. Yeah, well, uh, in in the future, if you um, if you need anyone to help out, just let me know, and um, yeah. Well, if you're if you're interested in having a look, it's five kyourway.org, and all the information's there. Ah, perfect. Um, yeah. Awesome. No, do that definitely. Um, so I guess, I guess a good way, um, to kind of roll into this podcast a little bit more then, seeing as you're like a bit of a Ironman Wales legend, um, if you, if you could kind of like pick five things that you would kind of advise an age group athlete on, like how to race Wales, how to maybe get the most out of the race, how to get the most out of themselves, kind of like what, what would be your kind of like top five, um, bits of advice? Um, so I think first things first, get, get those who are close to you on board with it, Mm. um, and work out how you can fit in whatever training you want to do around whatever else you've got on your life. Um, so I think that's really important. Um, and I guess going along with that is, um, is knowing your why, because there'll be times along the way where you, you kind of question why you signed up. (laughs) Um, and I think knowing your why and being really clear about your why is is really helpful in those times so for example when you get 
a niggle and you can't run or whatever or you're just exhausted and actually you don't want to set your alarm for five o'clock to go swimming or whatever. you know all those sacrifices yeah, 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 yeah. that you make if you know your why then then that is that makes it easier to make those sacrifices so i think yeah. i think that's really important be clear about why you're doing it yeah. and make sure you're doing it for the right reasons as in because you really want to yeah yeah um find some people to train with i guess yeah. so join a club um and try and keep it fun and i just think you know it's so it's so ridiculous when people are just so caught up in their specific intervals and yeah. um and they're not prepared to go out with their mates because at the end of the day, it, it's a hobby, yeah. and um, you've got to keep it fun. I agree. Um, work out on your nutrition. I guess that'd be another another key thing. Yeah. Um, and don't do too much. Um, it's best to do a little bit, going a bit, a little bit undertrained, but not tired and not injured, than to go in overtrained yeah. with the niggles and you know exhausted. Go, go, going going back on nutrition there a little bit, kind of. Um... What, what was kind of like, uh, what, what was your nutrition kind of, w- w- would it change too much when you come to kind of like Wales where the, the conditions could be like a little bit indifferent or would you have kind of like... <laughs> indifferent. <laughs> <laughs> They're never indifferent in Tembe, I'll tell you that. Um, what would I say? I would say um, yes, because it, you're, you're out there for a bit longer, so... Yeah. I think, I don't know what it takes me, nine hours, 50 or something, yeah. you know, 45, whereas I might do nine hours. So, so, but actually that extra 45 minutes on the bike makes a massive difference yeah. in terms of how many calories you need. Yeah. Um, and if it's cold, it also makes a difference. So I, um, and I, I eat chocolate on the bike, actually. I eat as many Mars bars as I can carry. Oh, nice. Um, or Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah and then i have gels on the run there's quite good special needs in tembi so you mm. can pick up your bag as many times as you want to once a lap um so that makes it quite easy to have your yeah. the nutrition that you want yeah and plenty of shops for your mars bars i'm plenty of shops for your mars bars. <laughs> i'm not sure i'm not sure that's actually allowed but um, <laughs> i don't think anyone they might mind if i stopped but <laughs> i probably won't care if anyone else stops <laughs> class yeah so um any any other little tips um, I think just practice what you're going to do in training because mm. so many people get, you know, you don't actually need to have gels and sports nutrition. And um, I think it's different if you're racing as hard as as hard as I race, then um, your heart rate's probably, and my heart rate, you know, I'm working quite hard nearly all day. Um, so I think then you have to be a bit more careful about what you can eat. But if yeah. you're if you're going to be taking 15 hours, then you're not going to be, as cardiovascularly working as hard and actually yeah. you might then want some more solid food and um you know people take peanut butter sandwiches or i don't know whatever so just just have something and i the reason i have chocolate is just because it's a little treat and yeah, it's a long yeah. day and actually i look forward to yeah, yeah. my stickers every hour on the bike i'm like well oh, get a chocolate bar <laughs> um so yeah i think just just practice it and and have a plan um and have a, a backup plan so that if you don't if you don't fancy what you've got, you've got something else. Yes. Um, and also, if you drop what you've got, that it's not a complete disaster. Yeah. Um, so either have some spares and special needs or be prepared to use what's on the aid stations. But always have a backup plan. Well, do, you know, do you know something? Now that you mention it, I, don't, I think I, I've only done Ironman Wells once. Um, and I actually don't think that I put anything in the special needs bag on the run. I don't think I had one. Yeah. <laughs> But that, that's a really good point, actually, isn't it? Um, yeah, I mean, it takes, like, two sets. You know, it takes maybe 30 seconds to stop at it. Yeah. But 
if you're if you're so I think as soon as you start walking you lose a lot of time whereas if you're running the whole way because you've been nutri- you know you've had enough nutrition then you can never lose too much time if you're running yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so yeah definitely use the special needs on the run I personally don't on the bike but um I would always put stuff in so that if I did drop my nutrition bottle or whatever that um yeah, I, I know I'd have a a kind of disaster yeah. but you know something in case Avoidance. of disaster yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what 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 about kind of like um like mentally uh, have, have you got any kind of like um tips kind of like that the, the people can think of because i i almost think that it's one of those kind of areas that a lot of people kind of ne- neglect you know they they train train bike they train uh train the swim do a lot of running think about the nutrition quite a lot um but don't really think about kind of like the mental side of it and the psychology is is, is there anything that you could kind of like um ad- advise people on little tips tricks uh, techniques that they could could work on yeah it's interesting because a lot of people ask me to coach them and i'm actually i i know i've never coached anyone i don't think i'd be a very good coach but yeah. um i i i think the reason i did well actually was because i was so mentally strong um and i you know you could test me in a lab and there'd be loads of people that were physiologically had more natural talent but um i think i was mentally strong my in my training and my racing um and i think that 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 kind of was my my weapon as it were um so i think yeah i think mental strength is really important um and it is something that you can work on um so i didn't i I never really thought about it and then i did some work with a a sports psychologist in 2016 and she completely revolutionized how i thought about myself as an athlete and um my confidence and the way i thought about racing um and actually the work that i did with her that was the year i broke my collarbone just before the world champs and oh, wow. um i ended up racing there and i said i came ninth eight weeks after breaking my collarbone and that wasn't because i was super fit that was because just um i'd minutes. done this work with helen <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> but um yeah, and and actually the but you know my psychology was then that's when why I carried on when I went back to work because mm. I realised that you could do well without with what I would have previously said was inadequate preparation. Anyway, that's a lot of waffle. So yeah, there are a huge amount of um, things that you can work on, and it is I I think personally it's um it should be you know if you're taking Ironman seriously, it's probably something that you should work on in the same way that you work on your swimming and your running and biking, um, yeah, and it 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 can probably get you more time than doing an extra summer week. Um, So, yeah, so, yeah, it it is really important. Um, I've just made something with Helen, actually, the sports psychologist, a series of six videos, Iron Mind, which is aiming to help people kind of develop a psychological strategy. So that's, um, that's, it's basically six videos that you do once a week or whatever at home, and they've got workbooks and things. And it takes you through a lot of the stuff that I did. Um, And a lot of it is, you know, a lot of it's going back to to knowing your why um, and then how you deal with adversity and what makes you tick as an athlete. And for me, one of the biggest things is confidence. Like I really struggled with um, being confident. And part of that was because I I hated arrogant people. And yeah, yeah. it's a very fine line, isn't it? Like arrogance and confidence. like I, I've experienced that myself. Kind of, I'm, I've I've got a golfing background. I'm a golf coach. Yeah. And um, I I would say it's quite it's quite common to see golfers who come across very very arrogant. Um, yeah. Actually, they're just 
really confident and then when you kind of like sit down with them for you know a drink or a bite to eat or something after the round they're actually like just really normal nice people <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i this, like <laughs> confidence you know <laughs> so i oh god yeah i really really struggled with it but i think you know because i'm on it's i'm on a bit different well it you know, I mean, sport psychology for golf must just be enormous because of yeah. the pressure. Yeah. I'm, you know, for one shot, Ironman's very different because you've got nine, 10, 12, 15, 17 hours. But actually, there's so many, you know, in training, you'll have those dark days on the, you know, you're doing a five hour ride and it's wet and it's mm. cold or um, you believe, you think that you can't do it. I mean, I remember starting doing my first Ironman, I was lined up at the start with, you know, I felt like I was an army in an <laughs> army, and I was completely underprepared with all these people in their wetsuits, and yeah. they all seemed to know what they were doing. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to finish this. <laughs> so well, um, so yeah, sports psychology is um, it's really important, and it's uh, it's something that I think I think everyone should should work on. Um, yeah. And actually, it's quite interesting when you do work on it because you learn a lot about yourself that you can then take forward into other walks of life. Yeah, um, so yeah anyway if you're interested check out you can go to thinkbelieveperform.co.uk and there's iron mind um awesome. but regardless of that everyone i think should <laughs> should think about it no I, <laughs> I i i agree i mean w w one of the best pieces of advice um because w when i competed in 2018 it was my first ironman um i literally I, I couldn't swim when i signed up for it i couldn't do 25 meters um and I was like, and I still am like a, a pretty much a beginner, I would say, quite a raw beginner. And what, one of the best pieces of advice anyone gave to me was that when you get onto the run, that first lap, your body is going to lie to you, regardless of whether you feel really good or whether you feel really bad. And on the last lap, it's definitely going to lie to you. <laughs> so kind of like go, go, going into that run I, I felt horrific coming off the bike I'd done the bike in like 7 hours and 10 minutes or something I felt awful and I just rem remembered that in my mind and I was just like right just get through this first lap tick it off and then I actually felt a lot better then for the middle two laps yeah and that last lap then was just torture <laughs> for me anyway <laughs> but you can you can see it's really you know you can learn tricks so I mm. for me I, I use the crowds and I really thrive off the support which is yeah. why I love Tenby but actually you know when I run out there's amazing photos of me in transition running out like cheering myself like roaring at myself and I don't actually feel physically brilliant yeah. but subconsciously that's like a an automatic reaction and it it gives me that adrenaline and that yeah. um and it's really interesting you know when you when you analyze how you're doing that and you're like well actually that's that that's a psychological trick that I've used yeah. without even realizing it and that's given me that burst of adrenaline that's actually then got me through the first 10k yeah it's, it's, um, it's almost like if you, if you're if you're not feeling that great or you're going through a little a little bit of a tough time like you see so many people kind of like going internal kind of head down no interaction with the crowd kind of thing and then you see other people then who are almost like the opposite and it's, it's it's almost like what you've described there is kind of like oh yeah a and that, more external and you know involving the crowd and getting involved a little bit and and, and it's really it. interesting because we always i always go and watch um you know i'll go well, i'll finish and then i'll go out and have some dinner and then go and watch the the um the back of the field yeah. and i remember this year it was like 10 o'clock at night and we were standing um you know on the bit where they go out on the last lap so you see them coming in yeah, for their yeah, last yeah. lap or going out on their last lap and then yeah. you know that cross crossroad junction yeah, yeah, place yeah. 
And it's so interesting seeing how people react to, you know, mum and dad and I, and we, we'd had a few drinks and, <laughs> um, you know, we were quite noisy. And most of them were like, yeah. And some of them were like, oh my God, that's Lucy Gosses cheering me. Yeah. And others were just like, you know, almost like glaring at us, like yeah. you don't understand what a world of pain I'm in. <laughs> But actually, if you're thinking, I'm in so much pain, this is so horrible, then of course you're going to be in, you know, you're going to hate it. Whereas if you you tell yourself that you're in pain because you're getting the best out of yourself, um, or you're in pain because you're pushing yourself as hard as you want to, or you're in pain because it's an Ironman and Ironman's hard and that's why you're doing it, and you did it because you want to challenge, and you're in pain, but look, someone's cheering you and they're telling you that you're amazing and then then your mentality changes quite a lot so um yeah i you can you can dwell in your misery yeah. in the you know 20 to 30k of the run or you can embrace the fact that yes it's tough but that's why you're doing it and you didn't enter it for a 5k walk you entered yeah. the line run yeah, exactly, so um exactly. yeah I, I think i think it's quite important for like i i don't want to you know sound like i'm giving people advice here but i i think it is quite important to have kind of like perspective in those times as well. So like, you know, however much pain you're in doing an Ironman in the last lap or whether you're going up the hill in Saunders foot and you're really, really struggling to get up the hill. I'm sure there's, you know, there's a lot of people who would absolutely love to be in that situation. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I always think of, um, I actually, then I bring it back to my, you know, the patients that I work Mm. with and I, I find it really helpful and I, I just remind myself that I'm choosing to suffer yeah. and a lot of people would love to be able to have that choice and you know obviously people with cancer don't get that choice and so many other people don't get that choice and I for me I find that really helpful so yeah. just think of you can think of your own your own cues that help you um, and that's one for me I've got hundreds of different ones that I use in you know, like my toolbox and mental yeah. tips. Um, but everyone thinks it's it's easy for the pros, and, and it's not. Like, no, sure genuinely, not, no. you know, it's there are always tough parts, and there are always parts where you doubt it and doubt yourself. Um, where, you know, whether you're winning it or you're fourth place, there are there are tough parts and there are great parts. And um, actually, sometimes it's harder when you're winning because then it's just yours to lose. And, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I remember there have been a few races that I've been, you know, a long way ahead. And actually I found that really hard because psychologically I'm like, well, I'm going to win this unless I mess up. And then you, then you lose concentration and it's so easy to then, to then mess up. And you're like bottling up all this. You can't let yourself think about the finish line until yeah. you get there. Yeah. And so you've got kind of, you know, say I went with the lead five hours into the race and then it's just extending it. And you've got another four or five hours of like, oh my God, I'm going to win this, I'm going to win this. No, you're not, you're not going to win. You've got to keep going. Yeah, exactly. I, I, su- I suppose that kind of mindset, the, the situation is obviously very, very different. But like, if you're, if you're an age grouper and, you know, your goal is to finish and all your family have come down, they've booked time off work, uh, all your friends have come down, they've booked time off work, they've paid for hotels... And, you know, you're going through tough spots. You're thinking, am I going to finish? Am I going to finish? And then, you know, mentally, you, you kind of like spiral then into, you know, oh, my God, um, you know, people have booked time off work. They're going to <laughs> yeah. come to see me finish. They're, wait, they're waiting in Tembe Town. I'm not going to make it back kind of thing. Um, I, I, I suppose psychologically, it kind of is similar situation, I guess, to kind of, you know, when, when you're winning, you know, if there's a bit of expectation on you to win or there's an expectation on you to, to finish, I, I suppose it's, it's quite similar. 
I don't, yeah, and I think I think most people would feel cheated if it was easy. Because oh, I, I do, so I remember in um, I do remember in, in 2017 there were only four women on the start list, and I um, I was racing. I raced Ironman Italy actually just two weeks after. So um, as soon as I got in the lead, then um, which was quite early on. I just I just cruised it and I didn't push myself and it was you know it was a nice it was horrible weather but it was a fun day but I finished and I was like well I didn't push myself as hard as I could have done I didn't get the best out of myself and there was a reason I did Italy two weeks later and that it was but I didn't have that sense of satisfaction because it hadn't actually been a race and so I think I guess that's one thing that you can think about when you are suffering think well these are the bits that make it are going to make that finish line so incredible yeah, and if i didn't have these tough patches and the finish line won't be that incredible it would just yeah. be like yeah well that was fine that was easy yeah. <laughs> <No> <laughs> so the tough <laughs> yeah yeah the tough bits are the bits that you know give you that euphoria when you yeah. when you overcome them um so yeah there's so many ways that you can you can get around the tough strategies, um, the the tough patches. So, yeah, you know, different tactics for different people. But, um, yeah. <laughs> what, what, what about, um, I, tell, I tell you, like, I'm, I'm, I'm asking you a question off the top of my head because it's just come into my head here. You know, like, mentally, I I don't know whether this applies to a lot of people or not, but for me, probably the, the hardest thing mentally is the swim. Yeah. Not, not because I don't think I'm going to get around. It's just because there's kind of like, you know, there's no interaction with anyone. <laughs> you know, you, yeah. got, you, you got your head in the water. You can't see kind of like, you know, two foot in front of you. What what, what are your kind of like cues when, when you're swimming? So the swim was, um, has always been like my biggest weakness. And I've tried so hard and I've, I'm still really rubbish compared to the other pros. Um, and I used to really panic on the start lines and I'd, I'd get myself so worked up and it was mainly, I'm not going to get feet. It's going to be a disaster. And then I realized, that actually, I could still swim an hour on my own. And that's not a disaster. Yeah. And so then I could kind of, when as soon as I told myself that, and I was like, well, just relax. Um, it doesn't matter if you don't get feet. And then I swim better because I'm relaxed. So I think yeah. for me, like relaxing is, is key. Because as soon as I, like, I can't do time trials in the swimming pool. I just get so tense that <laughs> it's like I forget how to swim. Yeah. And you know all the psychology stuff I've done, I still can't do a time trial in the swimming pool. <laughs> I like, which is it's so stupid. But um, yeah, so I think I think relaxing and and again little cues like I don't know I count strokes, so I might say we'll just get a hundred strokes. Yeah. Um, or the little cues that you know make your stroke a little bit bit better. So I don't know, you know, streamline or whatever. Push, get the end, the back of the stroke, or whatever you do, you know, when you're swimming. Um, but I think just trying to relax for me is the, is the most important thing. Yeah. Um, and Tembi is quite good because it's two laps, so it's kind of a little bit easier to break down. Do, do, do you kind of? Um, I've always wondered this because, like, I'm I'm not a brilliant swimmer, um, and but I would imagine some of the pros kind of like catch some of the age groupers kind of on the second, yeah. second lap. That must be that must be pretty difficult to kind of like weave your way through everyone kind of on that second lap. Um, it is a bit like, I always find the Tembi swim, actually. Mum and Dad are like, Lucy, you've done that so many times. How can you get lost? But it's actually really hard to sight because there's yeah. boats in the way of the boys. <laughs> yeah. So this, even this year, I, I went massively off course because there were, there were just boats in the way, in my line of sight for the boys. So yeah. I ended up going for some random boy off the course. <laughs> 
Um, so I think it is quite hard to cite um, yeah. that course, which people never believe, but um, in my experience it is anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't really mind swimming past people. I quite like it. It's a little bit of kind of, rather than being, oh my God, I'm shit, I've been dropped so much. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm doing quite well yeah, here. Hello. hello. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, okay, so I've, I've um, I put a little post out in our group um we've got a little triathlon group and ask a que- does anybody want to ask you questions so I've, I've got a couple of questions if you don't mind um, okay first one from uh, simon phillips if you if you had 1500 pounds to spend as an age grouper on a bike what bike would you buy for ironman wales oh golly i think <laughs> i think that depends a i'm not a bike tech um mm. So I haven't bought a bike since 2009, I think. Okay. Uh, 2000, <laughs> yeah, 2009 when I bought my first time trial bike. Um, and that was instantly about 1,500 quid. Okay. Um, and I raced on it as a pro as well. So wow. you don't need to spend a huge amount of money. Um, that's on the side. What would I do? I would, I mean, it depends. If you're racing it, I'd get a time trial bike. If you're completing it, I'd get a road bike. Okay, cool. Um he actually asked a second question as well. What training? Oh, method? greedy! <laughs> he is very, he is greedy, and he laugh, he laugh when he when he hears you say that too. Um, <laughs> what training method have you used, uh, which you found the best to get you gains on the bike? Um, I love my what I do love my what bike. Um, but actually, I think the biggest is riding with um people who are quicker than you. Yep. So when I was getting into triathlon, I used to go on a. Um, is when I was when I was kind of starting to get good. Was doing my PhD in Cambridge, and um, there used to be a Wednesday morning club ride, and it was all the guys. Um, and I used to hang on, and it was so hard. Like it was such a hard ride for me. Yeah. But that was that like that winter. That you know, at the end of that winter, I was like, you know, I had no idea how strong I'd got. So ride with people who are quicker than you. There's no point riding with people where you're like, oh, I'm amazing. I'm top of the hills yeah, first. Yeah, you want to yeah. ride with people who are quicker. Um, so yeah. I, I tried that. There was um, there was a crit race in uh, in Pembrey towards the end of last year, and I thought, you know, I, I'm really not very good on the bike at all. And I thought, right, I'm going to do that, and I'm going to go and you know have a go riding with people who are way better than me. I got lapped about eight times, <laughs> <laughs> so that wasn't that wasn't great psychologically. <laughs> to be fair, no, um, yeah, I, it's I, funny, I but you weren't finding you want people who are a little bit quicker than you yeah, to push you, and and people who've got yeah. a good chat as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly um let's let's find another question here thank you for that um andy morrissey what was your watts per kilo when you were doing uh ironman wales uh i would i mean it varies a bit um i think i generally raced about 200 watts so what was i about 55 kilos i don't know what that is um but that yeah that would 3.75 or something yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it varied a bit. I mean, it does vary a bit, and I think Wales is quite hard because you can, because it's very spiky, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so it's hard to have a consistent power. Um, but that's generally what I try and race in Ironman at. Okay. Um, what, what What about you know? You said you do a lot of um, a lot of stuff on the watt bike. Uh, do you do that twenty minute FTP test quite regularly? No, I I do it as rarely as I could. Oh, I've really? done it a few. I've done it a few. I'm not, I don't. I'm not really a clever. I'm not really a clever trainer. But um, <laughs> I have done it. Yeah, I I did do it. I think my best was 
two two seven eight something like that oh, wow. so um yeah but um i don't think i'll be anywhere near there now <laughs> <laughs> class um i think that is um yeah, we get we get we get in there on time as well because i know you're uh, you're gonna have for dinner uh, pretty soon from what i understand uh, yes well yeah. i'm going to i'm going to yoga first i do this oh, nice. this that a good tip actually yoga's good for for she says that having said that I, she's got a niggle but i think it's good for injury prevention yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, i've only been to yoga once um and i, I, could, I couldn't move for like three days afterwards <laughs> <laughs> but it, 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 I, I would imagine it would be very very good it's good for golf as well yeah I can, yeah, yeah yeah um so I, I mean that that's it in terms of the questions i've got lucy um just to give all the listeners um, a bit of an idea on where they can find you, have you got any um, social media handles or any websites you wanna you wanna direct them to? Uh, yeah, so I'm at Lucy Goss on Twitter and then Lucy Gossage on Instagram um, and Five K Your Way www.fivekyourway.org. Um, my website's LucyGossage.com, but I haven't updated that in a while. And um, the Iron Mind is thinkbelieveperform.com co.uk and there's an iron mind section of it um but yeah i think my take home would be it, like if because this is about 10 years isn't it this 100%. podcast yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's all about so 10 it's yeah. like the most incredible race and um you're gonna you're gonna love it and there will be tough parts but just embrace the tough parts and just make sure you enjoy it and soak up the crowds and be one of those people who when they see a pissed Lucy Gossage and her parents cheering, like smiles and laps it up, rather than someone who's got their head in there, you know, looking at their toes. Because it's it it's incredible. And whether it's your if it's your first one, just be you know just go and savor it. And if it's not your first one, don't get too caught up with times and things. Just yeah. go and enjoy it because it's incredible. Awesome, class. Um, Lucy, I want to say a massive, massive thank you for your time. I'm extremely grateful, and I'm sure everyone who listens to the podcast will be extremely grateful for you giving up your time as well. I'll put all of the links and your social media handles uh, in the show notes as well. So if anybody wants to find them, uh, you can find them in the show notes. And uh, yeah, thank you very much. Enjoy yoga, enjoy uh, your meal this evening, and um, yeah, good luck for the London Marathon. Thank you very much yeah. for inviting me on. I'm sorry I made it a bit harder than <laughs> I should have done. Oh, no, 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 that was um, easy. That was easy, don't worry. <laughs> uh, cool, well, yeah. have a, yeah, good, good luck, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Thanks a lot. Cheers, Lucy. Cheers, Tom. Take care. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Bye.